The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here on employmentradio.com. It was so mesmerizing. Like, I couldn't help looking at it. It just, and just makes all the sense. And just, well, it, I mean, it doesn't make all the sense, though. I mean, what was going on there was so <laughs> meticulously organized. I mean, it clearly made sense to him. Like this was this is the order of things. This is how we do things. But it was the constant readjusting. He would take it down and readjust it like a, an eighth of an inch, and then put it back up. And then, nope, that's not right. We got to do another eighth of an inch. I oh. wasn't saying his choices nope. were were accurate. I'm saying like you being stuck next to him. Is. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, that, that makes does. all the sense. That part does make sense. Yeah. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Stillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you found us. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we're live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. And we are back from the New York excursion for Fun Employment Radio. Back uh, from New York City. Uh, Back from the big city. And uh, thank you, everybody, for your patience on new episodes. If you follow us on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, you probably will... I've seen some inkling of some of the things that we're going to be talking about, but we want to give you kind of the recap of everything that went on over that trip. I do want to say thank you to everybody who goes to funemploymentradio.com and clicks on the Amazon link yes. as well, though. That is wonderful. I'm so bummed. I was actually, I, I ordered my- serious voice. My, I ordered my platform boots when I was gone, and then they ended up, <laughs> since no one was there to sign for them, they're now holding them at the shipping company. So I have to go and get them, Greg. Everyone send your thoughts and prayers to Sarah Thank Dillon you. today. As Thank she you has very to go much. to the shipping facility Thank to get her platform I boots. very much appreciate it. There we go. Thank we'll you for thinking dedicate me. the show to that <laughs> tragedy. Uh, such a turd. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk about this trip. So uh, just to kind of recap why we're going out there. Well, I, w- I was heading out there to broadcast for Digital Trends. And so I did for a couple of days. Thanks to everybody who tuned in. Uh, to those shows, a couple of tech issues sprung up there, uh, which, of course, it was going to happen because I, I went to New York. Um, but overall, the shows were fantastic. And uh, and I'll, I'll talk a little bit about those as well. But just that's why I headed out there. And then Sarah just headed out there because, uh, well, because. Just because. <laughs> because I found a cheap flight and a cool hotel. And I haven't been there in 10 years. Yeah. And, oh, my gosh. I just love that city so much. Yeah, I love, it's like I was, I wasn't sure, like you know, because it's been so long since I've been there. I'm like, I wonder if I still am going to have that feeling because I, I love it. I love it uh-huh. there, <clears throat> and I love everything about it. I, I love New York. Yeah, New York's great. It's, it's so, it's, it's so awesome, and yeah. I just love exploring. Yeah, so it was, it was great from the start. Right, it was really interesting. Uh, so. Why do you kind of walk through some of the things? Because I'm going to explain what we talked about at the beginning of the show uh, here a little, a little later on, but. I have, I'd swear, man, there is just something about me that is just such a weirdo magnet or like, I just, life just places me in strange positions sometimes. Yep. And I just end up next to the weirdest people. I, I don't know why. It's always been that way for me. I just. I, and it does seem like I know you, so I know you're not making it up. Yeah. But it seems so far-fetched. It does. But this stuff happens to him all the time. I don't know. I'm, I'm some kind of magnet for strange, strange yes. people and situations. Yes, you are. And this this first one doesn't even rank as high as the later on one, but on the on the plane there. So I had to I flew out on last Wednesday uh, afternoon. So I had to rush to the airport to get the flight, and then I flew from Portland to De- I had a layover in Detroit, and then went on to Newark. But my uh, the person sitting next to me on this flight from from Portland to Detroit, which is about like a four four and a half hour flight, something like that. Because you're almost there at that point, right? You're pretty close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, like an hour maybe and a half four away. Hour, yeah, yeah four-hour flight, I would say. Yeah, then maybe an hour and a half to New York from Detroit. But on the way there, I get on the plane, and I was one of the first people, and I have my window seat, which I do love my window seat. You know that I go for the window seat. See, and I'm an aisle seat gal. Yeah, I do. See, I I, I don't like having to burden somebody else and I have to get up to use the bathroom. You know how many times I use the bathroom on all three of my flights that I took? Four. No, I know zero. zero. I know. Zero. Not That's... a single time did I get perfect seatmate. I'm still not. The perfect seatmate. I'm still like convinced keeps... you're like not wearing a diaper or something. Nope. nope. I, it was pushing it. I was getting close. Why would you like hold it? That is not good for your body. Oh, I'll explain why. Uh, you know, honestly, because I'll explain why. It was at the, the very last flight. I'll explain why I didn't. I was like, no, nah, it's not even worth it. Uh, but before that, <clears throat> this first flight, I get on it. I sit down. I have my arm on the armrest. You know, because oh, I got to claim my claim my territory. Land. Uh, but then my arm kind of came off <laughs> the live chat. Do I am sitting for for those of you who are, who are members of the Fun Employment Radio Supporters Club? Courtney says, "How is that a valid brag?" Good, 
good question. I won't answer it. But uh, <laughs> but I'm, I'm sitting there and I have my arm on the armrest, the shared armrest. And there's a woman who comes in. She sits down next to me. I'm like, all right, fine, whatever. She seemed fine. And then uh, at some point, I took my arm off the armrest because I was I was getting stuff through my bag, like getting ready to, to go, you know, to take off. I think I had to get my computer out because I was going to work on the plane. Whatever. Lifted my arm off the armrest. At this point, oh, we haven't even taken off. You are, woman, you are the one that has always told me that you never, ever, ever move your arm. I know. you got to claim that That was thing. your rule, that you claim your yep. territory. I didn't follow my rules. You did not follow your rules. How do you expect people no, you to follow first, your rules if you don't you even follow your rules? put your arm, arm the armrest, and then you just never take it off. Yeah. So you never you give them a window it. or an opening or an opportunity to get in there. You know, that's what you have to it's do. It's like your arm is stuck to it. Although. Like you're doing anything. I had to fight the other side of that battle later on, too. So uh-huh. anyway, with this, with, with this lady, I take my arm off the armrest. She immediately pulls out. A bunch of uh, a bunch of rags that she has, and some spray, and starts spraying down the front of the seat and the armrest next to me, like with disinfectant. Wait, is it like the like, like the, the sanitation <laughs> wipes, or is it like an actual? No, she had rag. like a little spray thing, and she's spraying down her, her, her like the the armrest that my arm was just on with disinfectant. Wait, and she's also sp- using a disinfectant in an airplane. Yeah, but I mean, what else are you gonna? No, that you're you're not supposed to be spraying anything into the atmosphere well, when you're a good in point a too. when you're in a tube that everyone's sharing air in. Well, she was spraying it. Yeah, that's a that's a turd move, right there. Well, she sprayed down the armrest and sprayed down the front of the of the chair in front of her, and and then opened up her um, table and wiped the whole thing down, and wiped down, and then stood up and wiped down the seat of her of her chair. It was so strange. The part, though, that really bothered me was the wiping it down where my arm was right after my arm had just been there. Wait, so you moved your arm and all of a sudden she's like... Yes. All of a sudden it's like, ew, gross. Clean that off. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, maybe she was trying to save you from the germs. No. No. Or maybe you are the germ. No, I think it was more implied that I was the germ. Oh, no. I was the issue that that needed to be sprayed down. Of course you were. Because Because this is exactly the kind of person that you'd be mm -hmm. stuck with on a plane. It's like you're you're riding middle economy class. Come on, lady. I mean, you know, none of us are the uh, high end. Yeah, we're not all like jet setting or in first class. Come on. Come on. Yeah. So so she does that. and, And. it was just so weird, and then I, I didn't really interact with her through the rest of the flight other than listening to her talk to her annoying husband who was sitting across the aisle, one of those across-the-aisle things. And the across-the-aisle couples. Across-the-aisle couples, mm-hmm. where she's – and then she's constantly asking for water. She kept dinging and being like, I need more water. I need more water. And finally, they got annoyed, and they just brought her a big bottle. They're like, there you go. There's some We water. don't like you. Yeah, I know. That's <laughs> Uh, Rick says this reflects more poorly on you than the lady. Yeah, I, apparently. I mean, I was in my nice clothes. I got my my business. Did you even like shower? My business, and everything? Greg. It was business, Greg. I just business, came from Greg. being on the air. I had my own business clothes. I had the, I looked clean. I mean, you know, I gave the appearance of being an upstanding member of society. You guys know better, but it doesn't matter. Anyway. <laughs> That happens. I get to Det- and then I get to Detroit, which is the- I don't even want to talk about Detroit very much because I was just in the airport. I will say this though: I got let off at like gate, um, I don't know, gate eighteen, and then I and then I realized my next flight was at like gate sixty eight, so it was like fifty gates away. I'm like, how many gates are in this place? Turns out a lot in Detroit. It is Detroit Airport is the second longest airport in the world. Oh. Boy. In one stretch, the second longest airport in the world. What's the other one? Is it in Texas? Is uh, it the... n- no, it's in uh, Japan. Oh, okay. I was thinking, yeah, I went longest. to the, is it like the George W. Bush airport in Texas or something? That's a big airport. That one is so big. Yeah. No, I'm not yeah. saying biggest. Just longest. longest. All, right, all right. Yeah. Longest one stretch of a terminal is is uh, over a mile long. So I had to run through there and I had some wonderful encounters with some angry uh, middle-aged white ladies uh, who did not want to serve me a beer when I got in there. Like, all I wanted to do was get a beer. And I, I walked up to one. I was like, this could not be more Detroit. I walked up to one restaurant and it was clearly crowded, but I just wanted to sit at the bar and just have like a beer. I hadn't been drinking or anything like that. I'm like, hey, I'm in Detroit. Let's have a beer. I've got like, have a Detroit you know, beer. I've got a half hour layover here. And uh, I walked up and the lady immediately started yelling at me. And she's like, just so you know, it's going to take a long time to get food. We're very backed up. I'm like, <laughs> oh, like it's okay. I don't want food. I just wanted to get a beer at the bar. It's like, 
Okay. Mm. And <laughs> so I went to there. There wasn't a spot, and then there's there another lady. But I mean, whatever. Uh, it was just funny. And then, of course, I had to write Keelan about it since uh, he's from the area. Oh, and yeah. just complain about Detroit to him. So that, that had to happen. <laughs> but then you finally made it to New York. Yeah, finally made it to New York. Uh, got into town. Um, I was staying near Penn Station. So I was only like a couple of blocks away from Penn Station where I was staying, and then. But a very fancy. Di- you were because yeah, I, I nice actually hotel. I went up to meet up with Greg. So you were in the mm-hmm. in the Flower District. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. I don't. I didn't know that. Oh, like, that makes sense because the whole street was it was all flower vendors. Oh. And then at night it's like nothing. That's because they put out all the flowers during the day and then take them all back. Oh, okay. Yeah. That does kind of make a little more sense. <laughs> you um, think? <laughs> uh, I mean, everything's a district, so I always forget. I thought I was in the Chelsea district, or I was in the Garment district. You were between like the garment and the flower district. It's fine. Okay. Yeah. I don't. I'm not. I'm not up on my districts. But either way, it was very nice. And and uh, yeah, so, so I you got stayed in at there. a pretty nice hotel. Yeah, I did. Yeah, it was it was pretty nice. And and yeah, so I stayed there and then uh, went down to Digital Trends and it was cool because I got to go to that studio, which you know we normally broadcast out of Portland. I'm clearly based out of Portland, so I've never actually been to the New York office. So that was kind of neat to go in and, and see that. And I will to see say, the differences. I get. To, I went and visited Greg on um, after he was done with work on Friday at Digital Trends. It was amazing. Like you look out the windows, and there's the Empire State Building. No big deal. Yeah. And it's like all of like down uh, like Midtown and downtown Manhattan. Like it's just. Yeah, it's pretty. It's a it pretty looks cool like spot. you're looking at a postcard. Like new, the the cool thing about New York, which New York, sorry, this is going to be about New York and how much fun we had. So if that annoys you, you don't have to listen. But I'm going to say, New York. That's why I love it because you look at it and it looks like a photograph of itself. Yeah. You know, almost it looks like a, like everywhere you look at it almost looks like a postcard. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's not gloss over. There's... I mean, some of it's disgusting. We'll talk about that. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. was going to say. But yeah, the view. When you're view... that high up and you can't see the garbage piles and the, and the, <laughs> the smells. <laughs> yes. uh, yeah. No, the view The view is really cool. So, yeah, yeah it was really fun to, to do that, to broadcast out of there. A huge thank you to Mike Kaplan. Our buddy Mike Kaplan came in and co-hosted with me for one day and our friend Lane Moore, who's they both. I mean, Mike's been on Fun Employment Radio a lot, and Lane's been on before, too. So they, they both came over and made an appearance uh, on the show. That was kind of cool. That's so cool. Yeah. yeah, that was cool. So, uh, But it was, it was really fun. So that, that side of things went, uh, went great. Like, it, it was cool. Yeah. And then you got into town at some point. In I got into town, oh, God, it's 6 a.m. on Thursday. So I was just kind of – I got into New York, kind of wandered the streets for a while, and then I was able to check into my hotel. Like, my, my flight was fine. The people next to me were fine. I, yeah. Um, I got off, but it's like navigating from um, – J- so I flew into JFK, which is very – it's like an hour outside of Manhattan. So it's a lot of like trying to figure out what trains are well, taking I think where. every airport's – Yeah. Out. I mean, Newark's not a quick quick trip in. Yeah, I ended up getting in yeah. and got to New York. Like, so I couldn't check into my hotel for a while, but I was able to get, navigate a, um, an earlier check-in. So I went to a coffee shop, chilled out for a bit. Then I went to the hotel that I was staying at, which is the coolest thing I have ever seen. Like I looked at a lot of pictures of it. But I'd never actually seen it. I know you've been before. very excited about this hotel. I was very excited about it, and it did not disappoint. So I stayed at this hotel. Um, it's on, uh, it's on, like basically like East Village. Is that what it would be? Did you tell me? Like, I it's, don't it's even really know where. It's like the Gramercy I'm... area, Murray Hill, and um, it's called Carlton. What are you Arms. throwing down terms? Did you just re- you were just reading those on the maps, weren't you? No, I remember it from my book. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm sorry that I remember something that I read about the area that I was staying. No, I didn't. What, no, <laughs> what does that even <laughs> mean? Of course, I remember. Um, yeah, Carlton Arms is the weirdest place I think I have ever stayed. So it is this weird art hotel in mm-hmm. the middle of Manhattan. It's on 26th and Third, if anyone's familiar with Manhattan, and it is just bizarre. So it's a walk up. You go into this place. They basically buzz you in. And you walk upstairs, this like brightly painted hallway upstairs to this insane, and you saw it too, mm-hmm. Greg did, and to this bizarre lobby where the first thing you see are just cats hanging out in the lobby. There's just they're just lobby cats, they're hotel cats, yeah. And everything's painted and kitschy. They're just paintings and phone booths. I will and say, I'd, sculptures. When I came over there to try to to visit Sarah at her hotel, I did try to pet one of those cats, and the cat tried to bite me. So there's a video I did of that. post a video of that. A little bastard. It is hilarious. All I want to do is pet that damn cat. Um, so anyway. each hallway, so it's it's about four stories. Each hallway is painted um, by different artists with different themes. There are sculptures on some of them, mm-hmm. um, and every room is different. So I got this super creepy room um, that was just how would you describe it? It was like it was blue, but it had like a bunch of naked ladies all over you had it. A naked lady room. I had a naked lady room, 
And uh, it's like some had horns and like snakes and it was just nuts. But I also had my own like fire escape that you could sit out on and it overlooked like the street. Had my own bathroom. Thank God I didn't think I got my own bathroom because some of them are shared. shared ones, yeah. Yeah, which was fine. I was prepared for that. But it was nice to not mm-hmm. have to worry about that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Carlton Arms, it was just the coolest looking place ever. Just walking around in it. The people were really nice. It was a, like a bunch of musicians and stuff that were staying there. Yeah. It was it was amazing. That's that's cool. Yeah. I, know, I know you were very excited about this hotel. I was so excited. But yeah. then I was, uh, yeah, I was like, it can't possibly be as cool as I think it's going to be. It was better. Yeah. It was better. It was comfortable. I felt safe, you know, because I was staying there by myself. And we'll post um, some pictures of this today, too. Yeah. Yeah, on, on Fun Employment Radio for you to check it out and take a look at it. But, yeah, that's cool. Those cats were mean, though. Well, maybe you shouldn't be hugging them. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. I just wanted to pet the damn cat. All right. Well, so, uh, yeah, so after Greg got done with all of his work stuff, then that's when we started to adventure out. Yeah, so met up with our friends. Um we had a, we had actually you know a few friends that were either in town or have just moved to town, so that was cool. And then uh, made friends. Yeah, made friends along the way. Yeah, some <laughs> random friends. But a couple of th- a couple of highlights. I know you were really excited about Thirty Rock, which is cool. I know you know everybody when you go to New York, you got to go see Thirty Thirty Rock I've never, Center. If I've, all the times I've been there, I've never seen it before. It was so oh you never cool. oh yeah okay yeah yeah, yeah I've never seen it yeah Plaza which and, is so much smaller than you think it's going to be yeah that ice skating rink is tiny yeah it's, it's smaller than the one at Lloyd Center. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty weird. Yeah, it's it's not that big, no, but it's still it's still really cool to see. It's just one of those things you got to see it, and then um, and yeah, and then I ate a ton of pizza. I ate a lot of pizza over this trip. So much pizza. I, honestly, I don't remember if I I had a couple of meals where there wasn't where it wasn't pizza. Did most of your meals consist of pizza? Almost all consisted of pizza. So pizza or Stromboli, which now I love Stromboli. Oh boy! Oh man, it's good. You know where you can find a good Stromboli. Don't do that. Okay. I wanted to do that. But, <laughs> um, but Stromboli was delicious. Yeah, so, so eat pizza. You know, there's lots of food going on. Um, you know, the normal touristy stuff that, that you do when you're, in, uh, when you're in New York. It was, yeah. it was cool. Uh, but then you had, some, you had some food adventures as well. Yes. I know. Well, which one, which one are you talking about? Well, I mean, you did a lot of stuff. I, I don't even know, honestly, all of Sarah's stuff. So I did. kind of – so while Greg was doing like his whole like working hard thing, I was just kind of bobbling around the city, which was kind of fun because I, I like it because you can basically go in any direction you want and you stumble upon things, just random things. So one of the things I've never done is walk across the Brooklyn Bridge. I've oh, never done that either. Yeah. I mean – so I so I got off. I, I took the subway down there, and like the subway lets you right out and right at the base of the Brooklyn Bridge. I'm like, oh, this is really cool. So you know, you start walking, and it's really pretty, and you like look over the bay. But my God, there are so many people. Like it was just packed full of tourists. Like you're walking at a snail's pace because they're it's so congested with people uh-huh. that it almost kind of takes away from the whole experience. So it took me forever to get out there. But then once you're in the middle of the bridge. I totally stood there looking out on the bay, and maybe I was listening to Neil Diamond's America. Oh, wow. I was. I had to. Out loud for everybody else to hear it? No, I had my headphones okay. in. No, of course so I didn't. You were listening to America? Uh-huh. <laughs> I did. I was standing in the middle of the Brooklyn Bridge, and I, I totally I cued it up, and I was looking out over like New York City and the bay and everything, and it was in Brooklyn, and it was pretty amazing. I probably you just gotta, sometimes you got to lean into the cheesy. I probably would have listened to No Sleep Till Brooklyn. Oh, boy. That's probably what I would have listened to. See? But everyone has their thing. Yeah. Yeah. It was So I, I was looking at him, like, gazing, like, all right. So then, yeah, went, left the Brooklyn Bridge, <laughs> ended up walking through, went to Canal Street. I bought Long John's on Canal Street. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just kind of wandered all around until basically I think it was time. Oh, and then I made some uh, new friends at this awesome uh, place called McSwiggins. Which is a dive bar that was kind of near Carlton Arms, which is uh, really cool. Ended up making friends with, of course, like all the bartenders there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, made friends with the owner, Kevin. <laughs> you remember? I think you met Kevin. Didn't I introduce you to Kevin? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And Marina. Uh-huh. And because why would you not become uh-huh. friends with your local dive bar, you know, bartenders? Right. So McSwiggins. McSwiggins. So I went there, and uh, so I was just killing time because Greg was getting close to getting off work, and I had already, like, walked and eaten and had, like, four cups of coffee and multiple pieces of pizza, and I'd been shopping. I'm like, I just want to sit now at some point. I'm like, I know I want to have a beer, and I want to – and I consulted my little travel book thing. I'm like, all right, well, this one says it's, like, one of the best dive bars on the island, and it's just right down the street from my hotel. 
Yeah. So I went there. Ended up making uh, two gentleman friends. Uh-huh. There are these two older dudes. They're um, celebrating one of their 70th birthdays. Okay. And uh, so I was talking to them. They're like, oh, what do you do? Because they're from Connecticut. but they have, Oh, like, wait. Strong- are you going to do an accent? No. No. But they were both from Connecticut, but they like lived, like spent time in Manhattan. I think they had a lot of money. And one of them was good friends with Jay Leno. He was just friends with Jay Leno? Yeah, and he was just like, oh, yeah, so I hang out with Jay. Like, he was talking about, like, seeing his car collection and stuff. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And then he was talking to me about how his son works for NBC. And he's like, oh, Fun Employment Radio, that sounds great. I'm going to tell my son about it. And he goes, he's going to get you He's gonna get you on NBC. I'm like, all right, bud. All right. I'm into yeah. that. So, I mean, so that's a thing that's going to happen, Greg. Okay. And who is this? Lou? This was Jay. Oh, I have his phone number on my phone. Sarah's frantically looking right now to make sure that she has this correct. Yeah, I know. I... Uh, well, hello. Uh, well, no, Jay, I thought it's Jay Leno and he's friends well, with Jay, Jay. No, no, I think you're right. Hang on. Let's see. There's Marina. Okay. Sarah's and... just going to double check here and figure it out. Did you just get everybody's phone numbers? People just kept giving them to me. There is something else we need to discuss, too, here oh. about you that, that was strange. <gasps> yeah, that happened when ca- we were out. With, with other people, we'll we'll bring that up here in a second. Yeah. All right. While you're looking for that, I do want to say something that was very exciting Dave. for me. Same okay, as Dave. So Dave. Thank Dave. You. Thank you. Dave. Uh, thank Dave. you. We're really looking forward to the NBC contract. Yeah. If you can get that sent over, super appreciate we'll it. We'll absolutely get on the plane mm. and uh, and and that'll happen. Um, <laughs> I I do want to say I had something very exciting happen to me while I was out. Walking Tell around. me because I didn't get to go out and and walk to walk around like you did because uh, I was working during the day, but I did walk around. My neighborhood at night, and um, I'm just going to say I got to see a real in-life uh, New York tagger in action, actually <gash> spray painting something. tagger in action? Yeah, an actual no, tagger. No, wasn't someone, like, fixing a tag? Like, like, no, no. It was like, painting tagging. over? He was actually tagging? Well, I mean, that's tagging, too. If you paint over somebody else's tag, that's tagging. Well, no, because I, I always see people, like, trying to fix their storefronts, but you actually saw a spray no, can. No, that's not spray tagging. Can. No, a Greg, tagger sprays over is. another tagger's tag. So that their tag is there. This is oh, how it works. God. Either way, I got to see a real New York tagger in in action. And he was like looking around and he looked at me and I'm like, eh, I'm not going to bother this guy. And then I like, said, hey, straight, don't yeah. worry about me saying anything. Yeah. yeah. Nah, forget about it. That's why I said, don't. I won't do that. I oh, won't do no. that ever again. It's really hard not Mm-mm. to do that though. I'm walking here. Uh, so anyway, I saw that happen and I saw a rat within like a 10 minute period. <laughs> I'm like, there's New York. That's, That's your New York excitement. Right there. You saw a tagger and a rat. Yeah, tagger and a rat. <laughs> You're like, I'm in New York now. I'm living New York lifestyle now. I'm really living it up right now. In the space of two blocks. A tagger and a rat, man. This, oh, and then that was also this city something. And you saw that Earth thing too. Oh yeah, I did. I posted posted a video of that. Um, it was an art display where it was. It's like oh a giant it was LED the most screen. Greg thing ever. And thanks to Rachel for sending it to yeah. us. Yeah. So it was a giant, like, circular LED screen that was huge. And it was a live stream of a NASA satellite of planet Earth. So, so you know, and it's slowly moving as it's going around the Earth. And uh, it was kind of the coolest thing I think I've ever seen. Okay. So this was after Greg and I had met up, and he's just like, we have to find the Earth thing. And so we're wandering around, and, uh, like, eventually we stumbled, like, you can see it glowing. Because it's uh-huh. in this lot where there used to be a building. So it's like building, building, store, building, bodega, giant glowing earth thing. Yeah. Which is so cool. And so as we're sitting there looking at it, like all these uh, New Yorkers kept like stopping. Greg, they're like, what is that? And Greg got to talk to them <laughs> about what it was. I suddenly became the exhibit expert. He, it was like he was like standing there at like the MoMA or something like, and here are you sail and there's the projector. <laughs> they are clear, currently seeing from space. It's from NASA satellite 75. And it was printed on a sign over there. That's the only reason I knew which satellite it was. But uh, yeah, I, I did. I, I did inform he explained a few it to people. so many people. It was great. People didn't know. They'd be like, "What's this? What's this?" You know. And then I would ex- then I would explain it to them. And then they were. I actually was very grateful. excited. You were very. I very think excited. probably my enthusiasm uh, really went went through, and uh, yeah, maybe a couple of drinks uh, happened before that. <laughs> <laughs> this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> it was uh, pretty amazing. It was pretty cool. So so that went on. All that right. Was, so one of the cool. weird things too that happened. This is what you were just brought up. Yeah. So there was this odd thing, and I noticed it the whole time that well, I was friends. there. Kelsey, David noticed it, and, and Nick, and Jamie. Yeah. So for some, this is going to sound really weird to say, but it's true. It's it, it, yeah. I feel weird saying it. For some reason, people in New York thought that I was somebody famous. 
Yeah. I don't know why. Everybody kept like getting every, glances at you. Everywhere I went, like people would take not not ever like not all the time. Like, oh, everyone, but I mean like enough to where I noticed where people would talk like talk and look at me and take a like a secret picture of me. It was really weird. Like, who did they think you were? I don't know, but I'm not making this up, right? No, you're not making it up. I just don't understand who they thought you were. It was bizarre. Because people would look at us and like we'd be sitting somewhere and they'd be like whispering and staring and I'm like, do I have something on my face? Yeah. What is this? Like, and then it's all like people like taking pictures. I'm like, I don't know. So that's the question I want to ask. Like, who did? Who would they think I am? Who would? Who? What celebrity would they think Sarah is? Yeah. Is there like some? Is it? It's probably going to be something embarrassing. It's I don't know. Some it's girl that reality did something. Show or yeah, something. like some horrible reality girl who's like a piece of garbage. And they probably think I'm them. I have no idea. I don't know. I would like to know, though. If you have any idea, any inkling of who Sarah looks like and why they would be taking her picture so often, like staring at her, um, send us Yeah, an we'd email pass by someone and, and, and we'd hear like, oh, do you know, like, hey, I, I think I recognize her. Do you know who that? I'm like, who am I? Tell me who I am. You should have just asked somebody. No, because then I couldn't pretend that I was the famous person. <laughs> so you were enjoying it, <laughs> is what you were doing. Of course I enjoyed it. It's awesome. <laughs> we did do, uh, at one point, a fake that we were. Uh, oh my god! Are you gonna? Bring yeah. <laughs> no, we went to a bar. It was hilarious. We went to a bar at uh, called Jimmy's Corner, which was really cool, boxing themed bar in Manhattan, and um, which supposedly friends. is. Uh, it's oh, not. Well, it says it some places. Well, I Greg, don't think it does. All right. Well, anyway, where the rumor was. No, this is a very long time boxing guy, though, for yeah. sure. And I'm sure he knew Muhammad Ali, but I don't think it was. Yeah. His well, they said he guy. was his corner guy, so I don't know. I'm not so sure. About All right. That. So Nobody Greg at the bar said Greg that. Greg doesn't believe it. Nobody at the bar said that. That was a friend of a friend said that. And I I frantically tried to look that up because I thought that was really cool. And I don't see any evidence of that okay. being the case. Oh, anyway. Okay. Thank you for letting me know. Yes, just informing you there. Um, no, we were standing. <laughs> well, I don't think it is. I mean. But you don't know that it's not. Well, but nothing online says it is. I'm going to find one random obscure website that is like awesome. .biz and I'm going to like make it. But I mean there's nothing about him that says that because I looked at the New Jersey Boxing Hall of Fame where he was put in and it's got his like whole career and not once is Muhammad Ali mentioned in it. Like he's, it sounds like he was a really great boxer and has a very colorful life and his, his bar is really cool. But uh, I don't see anything about Okay, we'll keep going. All right. Well, that wasn't the point of the story. That wasn't the point. All right. Anyway, we were outside, and uh, and we did, <laughs> we decided to do the pretend somebody is famous thing just to see if people. I would didn't stop. want to. You guys did that. I had you. No- you were going to, and then you're like, I can't do it. No, it's too embarrassing. I'm like, what are you doing? It was <laughs> so stupid. Oh my god. It was so dumb, but it's so it worked so easily. I I went off to the side and like stood there looking at my phone, and Kelsey. Because uh, there's tons of people walking by all the time because it's New York. And she walked walked up and was like, oh, my God, can I get your picture? Oh, my God, I'm, I'm such a huge fan. And I just – I played it cool. And people stopped and started looking and taking pictures. And then this, these two girls were like, who is that? Who is – I mean, we just made this shit up on the spot. It was – Sarah's already embarrassed. I am so embarrassed. What are you guys doing? They were both – It was hilarious. I thought it was funny. It was – something <laughs> all right i'm looking it says uh so i guess he was friends with muhammad ali i bet he was there you go and occasionally Absolutely. worked as his trainer at the times square gym oh on okay second street well dude that's okay that's good okay yeah no right. that matches up all right yeah so it was just it was surreal between that because that happened and then the other stuff started happening we're like what is going on here? yeah well mine was clearly yours manufactured was <laughs> uh, yours was different that was that was strange i don't really know what was going on there but um but yeah and then you know, I just had a great time in New York. It was it was a lot of fun, and went and took a look at the um, walk to the High Line, which we haven't. If you don't know what the High Line is, it's an old rail railroad track, which uh, is an cool. elevated railroad track. That what was, was it, used, it used to be called like Death Avenue? Death Avenue, yeah, yeah. back in the that area did anyway. So it's an elevated railroad track, commercial railroad track from the early 1900s. I think they stopped it in like the 70s. I read the whole history thing on it, but I, I can't remember exactly. But it's just kind of sat there abandoned, and now they've turned it into this giant park. So you walk on, walk along it, and you're up, you know, two stories off of the ground. You're like thirty the feet up, yeah. Yeah, really, really cool, um, really cool. And it has, um, like, you know, there's like greenery, and you can see like the old tracks. Art, art there, installations. There are art installations. 
Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty neat. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was a pretty cool experience. Yeah, so we were, we actually walked that yesterday before we left, but it was like pouring rain. And Greg and I are like you know Portlanders, so we're just like ah whatever. Yeah, we're just walking. Everyone is just you know like bundled up in jet like rain slickers and like full pants right. and like umbrellas. And Greg and I are like just walking in the rain like whatever. <laughs> This is fine. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Went to Central Park. That yeah. was cool. Saw all of the horse and buggy things. Uh-huh. Horse and carriages. Yeah, there's a lot of horse and carriages. So many horses. I forget there's horses in New York. I always forget about that. Mm-hmm. But there definitely are. Oh, I had a- Where uh, do they keep them? They probably have a stable. Yeah, but where's the stable at? Well, like, you remember when there were police horses, there used to be the police horse stable down- um, That's in Portland. Yeah, in Portland. About. Yeah. No. Where do the horses go? Greg, they probably have a home. I don't think they sleep in, in Central Park. Also, the subways are kind of – I forgot about the subways, how that all – you know, it can be a little bit um, – there's some interesting people and smells and things that you see and people bumping into you and, yeah, there's you're a lot of that going on. you not a fan? Well, no. I mean, I, I don't mind. I don't mind, mind it at all, but it's just you forget about how – Gross it is? Yeah. <laughs> it's, <laughs> yeah. It's super gross. Yeah, it could be really super gross. Yeah. Yeah, not that you know any mass transit system can't be. Oh, they all are, but um, yeah, wow, it was, it was something. I think it kind of added up just because for me getting back out and back to the airport, that's when I really got the full experience of people running into me and bumping me and and just and you had your bags with you, had my bags with me, yeah. and I'm sweating, so then I feel weird and. I did. I sweat a lot down there. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, that sweating. sounds like hell. That's why I eventually because it would be like I think it costs like eight dollars to get to the airport. Like if I took the the subway and then like an air train thing, or it cost eighteen and I could take a bus right there and yeah. drop me off at my terminal. I'm like I I will spend an extra ten dollars to not have to do the subway. Smart. Yeah. Yeah. I should I should have done that instead. I went on a gosh uh, from the time I left about a two hour adventure. Maybe a little over two-hour adventure of even just getting through security at the airport from the time I left New York. Oh, man. So this is where I wanted to get to to talk about something at the – Do we not want to talk about any of the other bars or anything? Oh, I mean, uh, yeah, Mc- oh, yeah, like McSorley's? Yeah. Yeah, McSorley's. That's just recommendations. Really cool. McSorley's yeah, sure. yep. is amazing. It's uh, the oldest bar in Manhattan. It was 1856, I think. Is when it was established. Women weren't uh, allowed to go in until like 1970. Yeah, seriously. And they have two kinds of beer there, light or dark, and they give you two cup, two mugs, and they just plunk them down. They can carry like tw- eleven in a hand. Yeah, when you order a beer, so it's it's two mugs, but really it's two like little glasses of beer. I mean, you're you're yeah. ending up with like ten ounces of beer. Yeah. Um, but still, but it looks cool. Very cool. Yeah. And so yeah, you order light or dark. I have no idea what kind of beer it is. I don't know where they get their beer. I'm, you don't know who makes the beer? It might even change. You know, they, Maybe they just buy whatever the cheapest version is. Yeah. I don't know. doesn't matter. It's light or dark. And, uh, and you got to kind of wait to get a table. It's hard to get a seat. But yeah, then they, uh, they just bring but it out. But if you're cool, like that's what he said. He's like, if you're cool about it and you're like the guy who seated us is like, if you're not an ass and there's a spot, he's like, I will definitely see. But he said that sometimes he doesn't seat people who are just being turds. Yeah. And then yeah. he also, though, explicitly said like, are you going to drink? Because he doesn't want somebody just sitting there and not yeah. drinking. I'm like, yep, we'll drink. We'll be good. <laughs> well, if we're forced. This group is going to yeah. drink. Uh, so Yeah, we made, so yeah that's the coolest thing cool. about going there, too, is they seat you at a table. So we um, went there a couple times. First time, ended up meeting a hairdresser named John Michael. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then this other time, met like an Irish couple. And we were friend, We were there with our um, with my friend Kelsey, well, our friend Kelsey, and then her husband, who's also Irish. And they're saying they're like talking back and forth in their Irish accents about things. Please do that Irish accent one more it time. It was so good. That was really just spot on an Irish accent. Right I there. thank you. They did try because to get Sarah to do an Irish accent. I, I did not. Yeah, yeah. I, I wanted to hear. You, I wanted to hear that happen. No. Uh, yeah, McSorley's is awesome. Also, if you're looking for a really cool dive bar, um, Double Down, which is also it's kind of it's a sister bar to uh, one in in Las Vegas. Yeah, it's. Pretty rad. They have yeah. like pool tables and a big back patio and um, music. The the people there who work there are really cool. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. So yeah, a lot of a lot of cool places. We can definitely give some more recommendations. I mean, I mean I'm sure and other people who have been, like lived there before. I'm sure have other recommendations as well. But I mean, yeah. But uh, and thanks to everybody who gave us their recommendations. Yeah, I really do appreciate it. It was fun to have a list to work from. Be like, oh, we're in this area. So and so said that we should probably check this out, and that really did actually help. So yeah, it was cool. Very cool. All right, so now, Greg, let's so, talk about your, your great adventure. Yeah, getting back, um, 
I mean, a lot of it was just like, uh, I don't know where to go. I don't know where to go. I don't know what to do. Because it's, it's very confusing getting back to Newark. Because no sign at any of the train stations. So I was doing it where you take a train to one of the main stations or subway to one of the main stations. And there's supposed to be this New Jersey transit line. But there's like multiple ones. And none of them say they're going to the Newark airport. They all list off these cities in New Jersey. And I'm like, I don't know. What direction that city is? Does oh, that even gosh. go by? Like, I mean, New Jersey is a pretty big state. I don't know where where that is. Like, I can't tell you. So it's it's that part's confusing. Most of it is pretty easy to get around on. That part was hard. I had to run back and forth, and I went down and almost got on a train without a ticket because I realized I was uh, like I think I had I thought I had found the right train, and I'm like, crap! I don't have a ticket though. Like, I'm gonna get in. I gotta go back up and buy a ticket. But I was able to get all the way to the train. Oh, wow. Without a ticket. <laughs> well, that's I accidentally did that too. When somebody opened the side door, I thought I had paid enough and I didn't. Yeah. So I also did not have a ticket at one point. Well, had I, had I done that, I would have been in big trouble because this was this one's run by Amtrak, I think. So they would have come through and found me. And oh. They, I would have gotten in big trouble. So so I left to go get a ticket and I had to ask these two different people for help. Like, I don't know where I'm going. Which one? I just want to go to the airport. Can you help me? And uh, luckily, they were nice enough to help me out. Anyway, got to the airport, and and uh, and people were just angry, angry, angry because there was some kind of problem going on with the trains at Newark. So it took like three times to get through Newark. Yeah, and they're also there in Newark. So it took forever to get through, and everybody was just all of these passengers were just pissed. There's some guy yelling like, "I've been waiting for two fucking trains, and you can't get me on the like yelling at the." At the people who are working in the station, like they can do anything like they about have it. Control over like, it. Yeah. Like, they don't. They clearly don't have control over how often the trains are going through. So I, I felt kind of bad for them. But, uh, but all that, all that happens anyway. I ended up um, getting into the Newark Airport, which, by the way, is weird. Everything there is on kiosk, like little personal kiosks. So when you walk through the airport, it's just full of all this seating. Even the restaurants everywhere. And even outside of the restaurants, just like random in the terminal or, or in the gate area. Hmm. Like instead of just all seats, it's it's these chairs with little um, tablets there. And you sit at the tablet. So I can sit – I could sit in like gate 80 where I was and sit at one of these tablets and order a beer and food from pretty much anywhere around. And then somebody would bring it to me. Oh, that's cool. It was kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was kind I've never, of. It was I've kind never of interesting. Seen anything like that? Yeah, it was a little bit weird, but uh, but that was how that one all worked. So, anyway, got on. The, all that happened. I get on the plane, and this is where we talk about what happened in the beginning. So, I got my seat assigned last minute because that's how my ticket ended up being, and I was like, okay, great, I'm in the middle seat towards the front of the plane. Okay, cool. And I was one of the last ones to board since I my ticket was. Oh, bought. you got a middle seat. But yeah, I, I had I had a middle seat yesterday I too. Hate the middle seat. Oh, it's the middle worst. seat's the worst. the worst. Yeah, it is the worst. And I'm walking back there. I'm like, great. Well, who am I going to be sitting next to this time? Last time, the lady wanted to spray. You know, <laughs> wanted to disinfect me. Yeah, hose you down with disinfectant. Yeah, and this time, let's see what happens. And so I, I walk up there, and there's. It started off. There's there's two guys and. One guy's kind of – the one guy by the window seat was kind of looking over at the guy with, in the aisle. I thought for a second was he was looking at him like he knew him. And th- I quickly realized that's not what was going on. So there's a bag sitting in the middle seat and I'm standing there. You know, I walk up to it. I stand there. I'm like, hey, sorry. That's, uh, that's my spot. And the guy on the aisle did one of those like – like annoyed things. Oh wow! I'm like, that's it's my seat, dude. You're throwing your bag in my seat. Like that's fine, but I'm here now. You get up. Like yeah. you don't make a you don't make a little deal about it. No. So you made a little you bit of a deal about it. You paid the same amount of money. It. Like everyone just, just it's my seat. Calm down. Yeah. yeah. So it made a little bit of a deal about it. But I'm like, all right, whatever. And uh, and he he grabs the bag and stands up, and I sit down on mine. And I'm getting and he doesn't say a word, you know. And I'm like, oh, thanks, whatever. And so I sit down and I realize these two don't know each other at all. That guy, the guy on the window seat had just been looking. He kind of looks back over, he looks straight and like goes to sleep and didn't wake up until the end of the flight. He fell asleep before Lucky. we took off. And I don't think he was awake a single second that, oh, during that I'm always flight. so jealous of those people. Normally, that's, can be, that could be me. Yeah. But the middle seat makes it a lot harder for, my, for me to go to sleep. 
Because it's awful. Yeah. No, I know. I was sitting there like trying to lean forward, trying to – I had my neck pillow thing, trying to lean on my side. Like yeah. you just can't get comfortable. No. It's just a thing. Whatever. So I'm sitting there though and, and I'm looking forward and I look over like this guy next to me in the aisle seats. There's something off about him. I'm just like what is going on with this dude? And I look over and across you know, the little – the fold-out table that's on the seat in front of you, your personal table, there's something dangling down under it. And I posted a picture of this yesterday. We'll post a picture of it on here. And I'm trying to figure out what is going on with this thing. Like, what is, what is this thing that's dangling down? It looks like it was wrapped behind the table. And then I looked down and I realized he's, his shoes are off. He's already taking his shoes off. Uh-oh. And his shoes are sitting now, there. Now, Greg, where were your shoes at this point? I don't I, – I have slowed down on my shoe taking off a little bit. Now, if I had been in the back on the window seat, I would have. But aisle or middle, no – no, but window seat, that's my territory. Nobody's going to be walking over me. Yeah, I probably would have my window seat. Not not barefoot, politely underneath in my personal bubble. In maybe. your socks. Maybe. No. Maybe. On a five and a half hour flight? Yeah, I probably would. Anyway, so he had his shoes off. And I'm looking at what these, what, what, trying to understand what it was happening there. And it looked like two little saddles were hanging on either side <laughs> like of the. Like little stirrups? Like little, uh, yeah. Yeah, like stirrups hanging on each side like of, the, of the table. Yeah. And this guy is – I'm looking over at what he's doing and I'm trying to put two and two together. I'm like, holy shit, this guy has foot stirrups. He's got, he's got these things. They're for his feet to raise them off the ground. Oh God, of course they are. I'm, I'm like, are you kidding me? This is – holy crap. This guy really does. Um, he's he's got like a They're foot travel harness. foot like, harnesses. Yeah, travel foot harnesses. I've never even heard of such a thing. No, and he puts his feet up in them, and he's just sitting there with his knees like elevated and his feet in these foot stirrups next to me. And I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, <laughs> dear God, this is happening right now, and <laughs> and I'm like. I, I'm just sitting there, like I, you know, where you want to look around at somebody, like make eye contact with somebody. Like, like, is anyone seeing this? Is anyone, is oh anyone my god, this? Yeah. this is happening right now. And uh, and then he keeps what he keeps doing is he keeps getting out of them and standing up and then stretching and then getting back down and sitting and then getting back up and then fiddling around with his bag in the overhead bin and then sitting oh, back down. I hate fiddlers. And getting They're back so up annoying. And opening it up again and uh, yeah, just back and forth. Like uh, this is all before the the plane is taken off and. Uh, and then he sits down and he starts – he's looking at his harnesses just like like he's looking at like his greatest accomplishment in life. He's just looking at his harnesses and then he's like, hmm. And he keeps – he undoes the table and he slightly – so it's like all one strap that, uh, that connects the two harnesses. And that strap goes – over the table, so when you pull okay, up the so table, okay, so it's like one one strap with like two little loops on the yeah, other end. Yeah, uh-huh. so, so it's all connected into one yeah. one solid foot harness piece. And he opens it up and he just starts going, and he's adjusting it by like an eighth of an inch one way. And then he puts it back up and he sits there and he looks at it like, mm, nope. And then undoes it again and just does this repeatedly. I mean, repeatedly. Of course, of course, because he can't just do something once. No, repeatedly, minorly, minorly adjusting it so that it could just be just a little bit different. And like, oh, my God, this is, you know, this is when I started taking a picture and I posted on Twitter. Then dude stands up and he, he did one of those. You know, that's awkward when someone's standing over you. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's like crotch or butt right in your face. Yeah, yeah. And it's just uncomfortable. And so this guy stood up and he every time he just made sure that he was facing me. I don't know why, but it was always Oh, he was like presenting me. himself to you? It was really awkward. Like, mm, hi, I'm stretching. Look at me. Oh, he did it. He did. Uh, yeah, he did that too. But he does that and I see him and he starts fiddling around with his pants. And at this point, you know... A lot of things are going through your head. Like, what is what is going to happen right now? Is this going to be an incident? Is there going to be an incident right now? Oh, no. Like, is this what's going to go on? Are you like, am I going to be a world of crazy story? Yeah, I'm like, I don't want to be in a world guy, of crazy like, story. Is this guy going to whip out his ding-dong and like, it, that, he already has like, the foot stirrups and now he's presenting himself I to mean, me? the way my life goes with weirdos, you know? Yes. Yes. That's that where would it would happen. happen. 
that would happen. Yep, and I'd be in another news story for that. Oh, yeah. And that's what, not what I want. It's not what I'm aiming for. So he starts fiddling around, and I see this. He's pulling, and he's pulling. I realize he's taking off his belt. He took his belt off. That's so close to taking his pants Who off. Who does that? I don't know. He took his belt off. It was digging into his waist or something. Okay. I don't know. But he didn't have to stand up in front of you to do it. He, like, like he was doing it like for a show. Like sultrally undressed in it front of you. It was a show to, for him to take he, his like, belt off. snap it in front of you? No, he took it off and then he... Rolled it into a little... Rolled it into a little thing and then bun? had to open up his overhead bin again. And then root and find his bag and root around to put his belt in his overhead bin. I was just like, oh... What is what's this guy's story? Like, why is he this way? And then he sat back down. And this is also why I did not sleep really on this plane. I'll tell you, when I did go to sleep, something strange happened. And this is true, actually. This is all true. I mean, this is 100 percent true. I know it seems like it's made up, cause, but who could make up something like this? Uh, so. So as he's sitting there next to me, he puts his feet back in his harness, you know, and he's got his, again, his knees elevated. I know he's not wearing a belt now. I don't know what he's doing. Why are you so creeped out about the belt thing? It's just something weird about it. Just the whole It's not like he, like, took off his underwear, like, through a pant leg or something. I think it's just that he, you know, it seemed like one of those situations where, like, what else? He's getting a little too comfortable. Oh, because you're just, like, now waiting for, like, the next thing. Why is he advertising that? Like, is the shirt going to come off next? Like, why is he advertising taking his belt off? Like, why is he aiming at me? Like, it's just, ugh. So, I don't know. There's just so many things. Sometimes you just can get a vibe from somebody where yeah. you're like, I don't need this around me. Well, and then yeah. with the arms, with the arm thing, uh, he kept, he kept, uh, he kept pushing his arm into mine. Oh, like you guys are on a date at a movie and he's like too afraid to hold your hand? That or like we were in a fight or I don't know what it was, but he kept like shoving his elbow, like, and he was doing it this way. So, you know, there's the dividing line if you're going to share the armrest. Oh, my God. Can we not talk about the armrest again? Well, he was putting his elbow over the armrest into my seat area. That's wrong. He was isn't encroaching it? on your space. No, it was over the line. It was literally over the line. Craig, you're getting worked up. Yes, that is over the line. It's over the line. It's over the line. It's get out, get out of my seat, dude. Did you say something? No, I just I shoved back. Oh, I did the perfect uh, passive aggressive Portland passive thing. Passive aggressive yes. Portland thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I shoved back on him. Well, mainly because I, what am I going to do? Get in a fight with this dude? No, I, got, you can't still gotta, I still got to sit there for the next four hours. No. So, you know, make my choices. And, uh, and so this goes on. And he's just strange. And he's annoying the hell out of the servers, too. Yeah. Because he oh, I bet. They would come by and he would, he would be like, I want apple juice. I want apple juice. <laughs> They're like, what? Like, all right, well, we'll have the beverages out here. How much does it cost? Like, well, non-alcoholic beverages are complimentary. How much does it cost? He's like, like non-alcoholic beverages are complimentary. We do have apple juice. You're just going to have to wait. I want apple juice. Like, oh, wow. Like, Jesus Christ, just give this juice Are you sure this wasn't juice. you? Because it sounds like you're a juice fiend a little. Yeah, but I don't, I don't yell at people. No, I'm that's not going to freak out. I want it. apple juice. I want apple juice. <laughs> So we can ask for his apple juice. So th- this went on, and it just there's something about him. Just I just felt uncomfortable. So I didn't I didn't ever go to sleep. Yeah. Until towards the end, you know, since you're in the middle seat, you can't. I'm afraid I don't want to lean accidentally lean oh, into God, him. You don't fall asleep. Lean like, into the other and dude. Rest comfortably on his shoulder. Oh God, no. Oh, that would keep me. Yeah, that would. Make but me I was sick. very tired. It was very late. So I so I pulled down the table in front of me, and I did the whole lay on the table thing. I'm just like fuck it. I'm just gonna lay on that. So that way I'm leaned forward, so I can't bother anybody. And uh, what? I swear, so I, so I was, you know, couldn't really sleep like that. And I felt something touch my, uh, my, my jacket. And I was like, ah, oh, maybe there was just a bump or something. I don't know what's going on. And, but then I, I felt weird about it. And so I sat up and I, this dude pulled his hands back from my side. You know, there was space there between where I was leaning forward in the back of my seat pulled his hands back from my side really quick and just looked forward. I don't know what Wait, was going on. where did he touch? He didn't touch me. I mean, I felt like a bump at one point. That was before that. But when I leaned back, it was like one of those, as I'm leaning back, he goes. That's really odd. Ahead. 
That's odd. You're not supposed to, yeah, put your appendages. No, he was clear. He was on. Spaces. He was on MySpace. Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Literally behind my back, between the seat and my back, because I was leaning mm. forward. I don't like that. That would make me really uncomfortable. Something was something was up there. So what happened when you got off? Did you just did he disassemble his um, foot straps before he the landing? Disassembled his foot straps, and then he got in a real huff. It's one of the, I'm so busy. No, I'm so I have busy. to get off of this plane right now. And yeah, I got That's his stuff. I hate that when everyone's stuck on the plane. It's like every everyone's busy. Everyone has everyone a place to go. Yeah. Everybody wants to get off the goddamn plane. Yeah. Like, just be patient. Everyone wants to get out of there. Uh, but yeah, and then, you know, trying to shove in front of people in front of him. Like, he was just a real turd about it. Yeah. And uh, and then that was it. Then he was gone. But that was my experience on the whole way back. So henceforth, I did not get much sleep because I did not trust this person next to me. Yeah. And normally I sleep very well on planes. That's like when I see people sleeping on the bus or something. I'm like, how can you do that with that much trust around people around you? Yeah. I would never be able to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it was a it was a great trip though, overall. Oh, it was uh, magic. To, yeah, over to New York. So yeah. uh, definitely looking forward to going back again and doing that. And thank you to everybody who tunes into Fun Employment Radio. It means a lot. Do you think you're gonna go out there again for work? I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. I'm I may not uh, I don't know. I would love to. I'll say that. Absolutely. I will definitely do that. Yeah. Well, I definitely want to go back and visit. Yeah. Um, all right. What, what's two going things. on? Two, two yeah. things. Uh, one, I want to say that coming up right after this show, if you are a live subscriber to Fun Employment Radio, if you're a member of the Fun Employment Radio Supporters Club, we will be playing the brand new episode of the Mark and Todd cast. Woo-hoo. So we've got the brand new episode we're going to be playing for you. You get that exclusively before that goes live anywhere else because of the Fun Employment Radio Supporters Club. We are so grateful for each and every one of you. Absolutely. Thank Woo-hoo. you so much. And, uh, and yeah, we'll have that episode up right after this. It's called Three Mile Island. It talks about the nuclear meltdown that happened. Uh, so it's, it's going to be really interesting. Oh, cool. Yeah, absolutely. Um, also... Oh, never mind. Nothing happened in the world of ball talk. Nothing to worry about. All right. That's <gasps> oh, it. I forgot. That concludes suspicion. Oh, my gosh. I totally forgot about that. Um, if anyone wants to check the Tournament of Champions and see how the team that I picked that Greg said was the dumbest choice ever just so happens to randomly be one of the best teams playing right now. I didn't say it was the dumbest choice ever, but I did heavily imply it. I'll give you that. I implied it. I I picked this team out of nowhere, and (laughs) for some reason, Texas Tech, that I picked to win the whole thing, is doing pretty well, right? (laughs) They're in the final four. They're in the final four. And Greg was like, why would you pick such a random thing? And I keep seeing all these stories like, nobody would pick that for their bracket. I might be the only person in the world that picked Texas Tech. Outside of Texas, yeah, Yeah, probably. Yeah, so that's been fun. You know, Greg wrote me, he's like, I have something that you're going to be happy about that I am not pleased with. I'm like, oh, God, what happened? Like, well, because on top of that, Duke got eliminated yesterday. Anyway, that concludes this edition. Thanks for everybody tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. Fun Employment Radio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. God dang I it. am a champion. ridiculous. I'm a champion. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. <laughs> Dot com, my friends. <laughs> it's so awesome. <laughs>